wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome, pour yourself a bowl of cereal Grab a spot on the couch and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas I'm your host, Jax, and today we have a great little vampire show for you. Yes, I said vampires, and oops, that may be a spoiler for something, but Statue of Limitations is up. First off, we're going to join Jax and AJ as they talk about the great film from New Zealand, What We Do in the Shadows, and then we're going to have a little discussion about American Horror Story, Season 5, Hotel, Episode 3, Mommy. Why that episode? Well, we just have a few things to get off our chest, and that's what we wanted to share. Um, note there will be some spoilers, um, at least for American Horror Story. First part of the episode with what we do in the shadows is mainly spoiler-free. So sit back, relax, and let's take it to Jackson AJ in the past as we hear all about what we do in the shadows. Hi, this is AJ. Hi, this is Jax. And we're going to be talking about a movie that we just watched called What We Do in the Shadows. Sounds spooky, huh? Well, <laughs> not exactly. Yeah, this movie is a new, uh, a mockumentary based out of New Zealand. About a documentary crew following around a group of uh, vampires who well, live as flatmates. Technically, it's not about the documentary crew. It's just about the vampires. Right. The, the premise is there's a documentary crew following around these people, and then we're seeing their documentary. Mm-hmm. Though you technically do see one of the cameramen. Yeah, as he's dying. But not by vampires. Nope. Because there's vampires, there's witches, there's zombies, there's werewolves, and... I think that's all they actually covered. Okay, yeah. Then there was that really funky-looking vampire that look, looked like he was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde turned into a vampire. Yeah, there, there was some interesting ones. Mm-hmm. So, first off... AJ, what do you think of the movie? I thought it was a good movie. Um, it's not... It, it's a funny movie, but it's not a laugh-out-loud funny movie. It's something that I gained a, quite a bit of enjoyment from, but it didn't just you know make me fall down laughing. It was just a really good story with some really stupid comedy bits in it. I agree. <laughs> I... There was the... What's the word I want? Uh, <laughs> there, this was more story-driven. Uh, a lot of this was improvised, which led for some really good jokes. Led for some really stupid jokes. Oh, there were some great puns in this movie. Oh, totally. Uh, what was what was one of my favorite ones? It was the... Um, oh, I'm... Oh, um, Swearwolves? No. Leave me to do my bidding. Where are you bidding on? A uh, table. This was after they learned to use the internet because human friends. Yes. Uh, what I think about this movie a lot is that it's, because it's done the mockumentary style, it's not your typical, here's a bunch of action, here's mm-hmm. a bunch of the cinematography shots. No, no. You're getting the shaky cam, you're getting the bad, bad lighting, you're getting everything. But it works in this film really well. Um... We have a few different vampires. We have Nick, who is... He's like your Edward Cullen. (laughs) We had Peter, who is like your Nosferatu. 
We have Vlad, which is like your Gary Oldman from Dracula. Yes, and then you have your um, Deacon, who is your Bella Lugosi vamp Dracula. And then you have, um, oh, I can never remember his name. Mm. But it's, the, it's essentially the guy that you start the movie with. And he is your interview with a vampire. Louis from Interview with a Vampire. So, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yes. Because uh, that's why I think of when I think of Louis, because I have not read those books. And I'm sorry, that's why I think of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we have all these guys. They live with flatmate, flatmates. So they have their own house. Mm-hmm. The outside of the house looks fairly, well. Modern. Fairly modern. But the inside is like a 19, early 1900s type house. Edwardian, maybe. Victorian, I think, is what you're thinking. Maybe Victorian, then yes. It's very dingy and all that. Uh, we meet, we meet different friend. Um, we meet like the familiar to Deacon. Deacon, uh, this woman named Jackie, <laughs> who wants to be a vampire really bad, and the only reason he has her at he has her as his familiar. He keeps promising her, "I'm going to turn you into a vampire." He's never going to turn her into a vampire. Well, no, because then she can't do his daytime bidding. Exactly. Uh, we also meet his old... Uh, we also meet some old familiars. We meet this guy, Stu, who is a friend of Nick's, and he's the human. We also meet a group of vampires. I'm not vampires. The, those are vampires. We also meet a group of werewolves who... Vampires and werewolves don't like each other, so we kind of get a little turf war going on. <laughs> and the beast, I'm not going into details about who the beast is. But I love the Beast. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the Beast. I thought the reveal was pretty good, but it's like, eh. I was I was hoping for something different. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's still it was still a good story point. Uh, uh, I personally favorite one of my favorite things in the movie was Peter and the werewolves. No, they weren't together, just Peter. Okay, it's Peter. Okay. Peter, the character, and then the werewolves. I liked Peter, too. Um, I was a bit more amused by Vlad. Mm-hmm. Just because of the... He's trying to have this charisma. He's trying to... Again, he's the Gary Oldman from Dracula. He's trying to have that sex appeal or whatever. And I'm just like... No. He he reminds me way too much of quite a few guys I've known at Ren Fairs. He really does. Hi, I am sexy in this timely, uh, old-timey clothing. You want to make love, yes? No. Yes? No. Yes? No, really. really please stop doing that. You're the children present. Please stop. <laughs> children. No. <laughs> uh, there was a, they do have a they, and they bring up a lot of good points with that thinking of the day to day stuff of vampires if there were actual vampires, and it's one of my favorite things, and was towards the beginning was when they're talking about all the different vampires. When you're turned, you stay your age. They're walking down the street in town, and all of a sudden they run into these two two um, kids, probably. Yeah, about 12, 13-year-old girls. Yeah. And they go, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's fine. So, you going to get a pervert tonight? Yeah, we've got a pedophile. Ooh, pedophile. Ah, well, because you're the same age as... You're always going to be that same age, so, yeah. you know, you do what you got to do. Yep. Uh, so that, you know, brings up a good point. Yeah. They also show, you know, 
And not just vampire problems, because you then, one of the first scenes is of the vampires having a flat meeting or mm-hmm. a house meeting. It's like they're arguing over who's going to do the dishes. My question is why is there dishes when you drink blood from people's necks? But whatever. Maybe they had some blood in other places. I don't know. Deacon is puck. Totally puck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and for those of you who don't get that reference, I'm sorry. We're old. We watched MTV in the 90s. We're talking like second season? So that, I third. Think, I, third. No, San Francisco was... I think it was the third season, yeah. Because wasn't 2LA? Yeah, and first one was New York. So we're talking about the MTV show of the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, first season took place in New York. Second season took place in LA. Third season was San Francisco. And there was this guy named Puck. Puck was just nasty... And grows out, and he didn't care. Like, this is who I am. I'm not going to change. He's known for being the ultimate jackass of the group, and he got kicked out of the house for it. Yes. And, which is actually really kind of funny, considering that he is, I mean, he's still a jackass, but he was so tame compared to some of the other people that had been in real world in the years since. Yeah. Like, I remember some of the things, like, he would, like, shoot snot rockets and he'd eat peanut butter out of the jar with his fingers. Yeah. That's what made him annoying. Yeah. This was also back when the real world had the rule where you had to either be going to school or have a job. And it was your own job. So these people did their own stuff. Yep. Before they made everyone be together 24-7. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so, Deacon's Puck. <laughs> anyway. Back to the movie. Um, I, this movie came out last year, 2015, and it's... It's a very small film. Um, we got picked it up the other day at Best Buy. It was like 12 bucks for the Blu-ray, so definitely not something that's going to break your budget. Yeah, I, I only ended up actually noticing it because there was a thread on a Reddit about what is your favorite favorite um, unknown comedy movie or comedy classic le- or something to that effect, and this just got a this movie got a huge thread on that ask credit. And. We decided to check it out, and we like it so much we want to spread the love and share with all of you um, in hope that some more fans will come about. Uh, not Totally not for selfish reasons in that we want to get big enough so they make the spinoff about what we do in the moonlight about the werewolves. Totally not because we want to get enough people so that can be made. Not at all. But it's definitely a good movie. It's You're going to enjoy it. Um, do you have any other comments about the movie, AJ? <coughs> um... You know, just definitely, if you like vampires and you love those kinds of tropes, but you're willing to laugh at those kinds of tropes, check out this movie. This is actually really good, and it plays with plays with all the vampire, the rules of vampires and the tropes of vampires really well. That would sound very good. <laughs> I agree with AJ there, and I also want to add that if it's something where... If you like mockumentary movies, like Best in Show, um, um, Drop Dead Gorgeous, um, there's another one that I don't remember right now. You don't remember the name of the movie? No. Gee, what could it be? Could it be the most famous mockumentary ever? Spinal Tap, okay. Thank you. Sorry. If you like mockumentaries (laughs) and you are in for good entertainment, check this out. Um, there is a little bit of blood, so if you're squeamish, I'm speaking because I have a certain friend that totally would be like, oh, is there blood in this? A <laughs> little bit of blood. <gasps> oh, no, I have a friend, not naming names, but we went to see Kingdom of Heaven, what was in theaters. Again, dating myself here. And we, she sat, she, like, rushed from, like, two towns over 
we're not talking about how fast she was going, but she got there in time, and then she sits out there with us, and she's like, is there going to be blood in this movie? No. No, no, no. It's going to be blood movie. It's a war movie. Fuck. <laughs> exact quotes there. So, you know, I mentioned there's some blood for those who are a little squeamish, <laughs> but definitely check it out, and you know what? Leave us a comment on the blog post at nonoms.net. Let us know what you think. You know, you like it, not so much. What do you, you know, just give us some input. What you think here was starting discussion going. Yeah. All right, we're going to go back now to Jaxie in the present and see what's going on with her. Jaxie? Me. Who's Jaxie? Me. Hmm. This is single AJ. Yep. We will talk later. Oh, (laughs) crap. Dun, dun, dun! While AJ's over there in the past getting like a little bit of a lecture, let's move on to our second portion of the show where we talk about the American Horror Story Season 5, Hotel, Episode 3, Mommy. Uh, Before we hop into that, though, I do want to go out there and give a little shout out to all my listeners on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play Music, all around the world, all y'all who are listening. Thank you. You are what I do. Uh, The reason for what I do, I can speak, I swear. (laughs) Um, But I do want to mention that if you like the show even a little bit, maybe consider donating a dollar a month through our Patreon. Uh, There is a link at nonoms.net called tip jar you can choose if you want to go through the Podbean patreon system or regular patreon your support helps me do what i do and i thank you for that um and i do want to also give a little shout out to some of my fellow podcasters at the master debaters and movie source rex we're gonna go hop into a little promo by each of these great friends of mine and then we'll hop right into jackson aj from the past talking about american horror story I just realised, Tom, we got to do a promo for the Movie Source Rex podcast, and we don't have any fucking music to go with it. We need to find a composer then, don't we? Someone like, maybe, Danny Elfman? Oh, God. How, how would that go? How'd, how'd... I don't know, but I feel like you're going to tell me. I imagine it goes something like... Something like that. If you want to hear more stuff like this, head over to the Moviesaurus Rex podcast. Or don't. Or, or don't. It don't, it don't really fucking matter, does it? Do what you want. But yeah, uh, maybe maybe do. Or don't. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Please listen to us. Hello, this is for... Can't we say hello at the same time? Fuck's sake. <laughs> Hello. Hello! This is an advertisement for Master Debaters. Oh, can we say Master Debaters together as well? Yeah? Hello! Hello. I'm Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffa. And we are the Master Debaters. Oh, <laughs> we, 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 we are the Master Debaters! That's what we want to do. We're all saying it. Yeah. Hello! Hello. I'm Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffa. And we, we are, are the Master Debaters. I thought we were just doing... Hello. Hello! I'm Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffa. We are... The, the Master, Master Debaters. Debaters. You can find us on Twitter at underscore Master Debaters, SoundCloud, Podbean, and iTunes. Just do yourself a favour and jump aboard this podcast train. Choo choo, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, this is going to involve a lot of cursing, so I apologize if you have sensitive ears. Jaxie in the present should have warned you, but if she didn't, bad Jaxie. Bad. This is AJ. And he will be joining me as I rant. We just want... Well, let me go back a little bit. We are currently working on American Horror Story Hotel um, that season. We 
we don't have cable, so we couldn't watch it until it just came onto Netflix and Hulu last week. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to go slow with this because we don't want it to be over in a day. Because, you know, that's the problem with binging. You, like, lose great things. We never quite finished Freak Show because we couldn't get through it. So we're Freak Show was off. was kind of hard. So we're just picking up right here. And we just finished episode three titled Mommy. And we have to talk about um, before I get into specifics. So let's talk a little bit about what the season's about for those who aren't watching and don't mind the spoilers. So the season that we are currently watching is season five. It is called, it is uh, American Horror Story Hotel. Hotel. Uh, takes place mainly in the present day. Basically, there's this hotel in L.A. where a bunch of creepy shit goes down, and we're along for the ride. Yep, you essentially have quite a few different, you know, spooky, scary things at this hotel. Mostly, what we've noticed so far are ghosts and vampires. Yes. We have Lady Gaga, who plays this countess. She's a vampire. She is screwing Matt Bomber, who plays her little vampire boy toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now found a new vampire in this model, and so she's kind of kicked Boy Toy out. She yep. has a new one. Uh, so we have that conflict going on. We have Matt's Bomber's original, uh, the original Boy Toys. His mom is Stanth Hotel. She's still a human. His she, mom is played by Kathy Bates. Um, basically, she wanted to be close to him, so that's why she's there. We also have this, I don't know what she is yet, but she's basically, her name's Sally, and she's like the patron saint of junkies or something. She's the ghost. Yeah, she's she's a ghost, but she's doing some more creepy stuff too. So I, I think there's more to her. Yeah. Um, but for example, she's the one who gave Matt Bomber drugs when he was still human. Um, and then got killed by Matt Bomber's mom. I don't know if she got killed or if she was just... No, she was killed. Remember, she, she pushed her out of the window. Yes, but was she already dead? No, I don't think she was. I think that's why she's a ghost now. Okay. So, that's going on. Um, then we have this, like, detective. He's a human, and some, him and his wife had two kids. Mm-hmm. One kid went missing one day, like, uh, they were out, like, some, at the boardwalk, and the kid disappeared. And so, their family's been dealing with the loss of their kid son, and so the family's been going through some hard times since then. It was, like, five years ago or something. And you know Who knows? It's, there's this whole thing in there. It's just. We're still at the very early points of the season, and there's a lot of mystery still going on. There was dates. (laughs) So, that's why I think it was five years ago, and plus the age of the daughter makes me think it was five years, but either way. Mm -hmm. Some years have passed, and the family's still reeling. Now the dad is investigating this weird murder who's doing, like, uh, the Ten Ten Commandments. You know, there's, like, two adult, two people cheating on their spouses. He killed them, and... uh, I think there's some like sloths or gluttons or something that he got. I'm not too sure. Yeah, we're wa- we're we're essentially watching you know the movie Ten at this point with this character. Yeah, but so in order to save his family, he has decided to move into a hotel since he thinks because of shit that's gone on, he thinks the murderer is going to come after him. So he wants to stay at the hotel so that way his family's not there to kind of save them. Except he's always hanging out with his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it makes no sense. Yep. But he's at the hotel. Uh, and there... Oh, and there I think there's these creepy children. Like vampire children running around. Yeah, they they pretty much just revealed in this last episode that they're actually... They are vampire children that were created by 
Um, what's her countess. name? Countess. The countess. Because I think she drains blood from them or something. I don't know what the situation with that is. It's a really odd. But yeah. Um, we'll figure that one out in a little bit. But yeah, there's three little... Three blonde-haired, blue-eyed little freak children. One of which looks way too much like the missing son of the detective. So much so that I'm pretty sure it is that son. And so is everyone else. Yep. Um, and so, and the dad had seen her, the daughter had seen the kid and thought it was him. And then this episode, the mom, who was actually a pediatrician, she saw the baby. Or she saw the kid. But let's, let's get into that for a moment. That's the backstory. Let's get into the episode now. Oh my God. It's called Mommy. And oh my God. Okay, first. The over, the undertones and overtones of mommyism in this episode is fucking annoying. Narcissism as well. First off, okay, so the detective's wife is Alex, mm-hmm. and she has this whole monologue about how she didn't want kids. She was going to be a pediatrician to save other people's kids, mm-hmm. but she didn't want her own. But then, miracle happened, and she had their son, Holden, and now she knows what love is. He smelled like lavender. She loved him more than her husband, even more than her daughter, Scarlett, who came now, later. No, let, let's, let's not skip over the fact that she essentially implied that he was her soulmate and she was so in love with him her little baby and this is so fucking creepy and incestuous creepy incestuous not to mention it downplays her role her duties as a wife and her love for her husband it she outright said she loved him more than her husband and her other child and apparently her husband even knew that she loved him more than her than him and let's not. For, and she's talking all these things. And like, she's a fucking doctor. Do you not under? And she, do you not know that when a woman gives birth, there's all these hormones that go through them, that makes you have these feelings. That's what eases the pain of childbirth. That's why people have more kids because of these great drugs that give mothers a high. And she should know all this as being a pediatrician. And yet, no, her sons are soulmate. And so when the kid goes missing, she just loses it. Loses it to the point where she tries to kill herself and... Takes away from her husband, takes away her own life, takes away from her daughter because her daughter's not as important as a son because her daughter doesn't have a penis yep. that we know of. <laughs> that, yeah, and that's the weirdest thing is like, it's, oh my God, this, this episode, man, this fucking episode. Then, so we had all that shit, which I'm just beyond irked with, and I so would have changed the channel but I knew this, that part had to end soon. Yeah, we had to watch this episode to get to the next part. But then we get the mommy issues going on with Matt Bomber's character, Donovan, mm-hmm. and his mom, Kathy Bates. And uh, then you also get into the mommy issues of siring other vampires and being mommy to them. And Yeah, those ones weren't as... Well, I don't remember that much about those. It was mainly Alex's that pissed me off so much. Yeah, but remember Ma- Matthew Bomber. No, mommy... Come back, mommy. Yeah, so let, back to that. So, okay, so his real story is that he his mom was overbearing. His mom was a, nar- a bit of a narcissist. Overbearing, psychotic, fad, fad-searching narcissist. Yes. So she was always with him, so he tried to escape, and he tried different drugs to do this. And he was actually doing drugs with the ghost Sally, and when he was nearly dead, and the mom had been following him, and she found him on the brink of death, and then the countess appeared. And she, the mom made a deal with the countess to turn him into a vampire so he could live for her. 
Mm-hmm. Not because he wanted to live, but because she wanted him there. Yeah. So, and later on she tried to say, but you gotta do anything to save your life, and eh. uh, Apparently she, like, kicked his father out of the house, and I'm sure there's more that goes on there, but on his kids, and she was just always there. She was helicoptering, like, but smothering. To the extreme! This did start back in the 90s, so... Because yeah. he'd been with the couch for, like, 20 years. Yeah. And so... She's, he's been telling her to go away for years. She's been staying at the hotel so she could still see him, like putting her life on hold for him. Mm-hmm. Fine at the end of the episode, she's side fine. She's gonna let go, and she tries to get Sally to kill her. Only for at the last minute, uh, Don eventually realizes no, he needs his mother. It goes in the saver and turns her. Mm-hmm. So now they're both vampires, and yeah. It that that part's interesting because now he is technically the master to her, so I wonder if there's going to be any change in dynamic with that. Uh, I don't think it's going to make him the master. I they don't really cover a lot of the whole like you turn someone and you feel subservient to them in this series. I've noticed that. Well, we the did... only one who the only one so far has fe- that have felt subservient to anyone is Matthew Bomber because he he's in love with he was in love with her apparently. But do keep in mind the Countess's reaction when, um, what's his name? The, the model guy turn, tried to sire someone. Mm-hmm. She didn't like that. Right. She doesn't like anyone else siring just her. She wants to be the queen bitch. Oh, no, he didn't turn someone. It was... It was, um... There was some other character we just got introduced to. She turned someone, and... Yeah, she was the character who played the, vo- the voodoo queen Angela Bassett. Coven. Oh, that is Angela Bassett, isn't it? Um, Goddamn. Yeah. All right, yeah, so Angela Bassett's character. So, yeah, and then they were together for, let's see, that was 14 years. So. It was 77 to 91. So that'd be 14 years. Yep. So they were together for 14 years as lovers and whatnot, and then uh, Angela Bassett saw this young and upcoming rapper stay at the hotel, fell in love with him. She decided to turn him, and... Um, Countess got pissed. Countess got pissed and killed his entire crew and him. Yeah, and so now Angel Bassett's pissed, but we don't really, um, but we don't really know more because that that story kind of petered out because we had to go back to Alex and the mummy issues. Yeah, and you know, it, it, at this point, we're just gonna keep harping on that part because it annoyed the both of us a lot because it was just way too much. It's overbearing, and then. It's also slightly insulting because, like, I never wanted kids, but no, I had the kid. I I had him, and I realized it was love. And she didn't say anything though about like how she didn't keep on having a second child if she was already in love with this one. Yeah, that that was one of the. Th- I originally thought the kids were twins. That. Yeah, I don't know, but it, it, yeah, it's like one of those things. The way she acted about the fact that she still had a daughter, and she doesn't even mention the fact in this entire episode that she even has a daughter until towards right the very end of it. When she's serving him divorce papers because she says she's doing what's right for her and their daughter. Yeah. Only time she, that daughter has been mentioned this entire episode. No, no. Very beginning of the episode, the family was in therapy. Right, but in this whole in her whole monologue, anytime she's talking this entire episode, she doesn't even you know acknowledge that the daughter is there unless the daughter is in the scene. True. I'm not saying she needs to talk about her daughter all the time, but when she's talking about her son 24-7... 
you know, a little acknowledgement to the fact that you have another kid. Would be nice. Yeah. She's just... Mm. Which leads on to that whole idea that... That whole thought that I'm just having this... That whole creepy aspect of how she found her soulmate in her son. I'm just... Ugh. It's a little creepy and it's insulting to say that people who don't want kids will the second they have them and it's yeah, like... Yeah, it, it had this very, if you're not a mommy, you're not worth anything kind of vibe to it. Yeah, and it just... It just irked us that we had to share. Um, I'm hoping that we will see some more good stuff and be able to talk about further episodes here. Let us know if you want to hear that or if you'd like to hear something else. No, I mean, yeah, and up until this episode, it, it's been a fairly decent series. It's just the third episode in, you get to this, and if you have any strong feelings about motherhood or parenthood and all or that. Or maybe you're someone who's suffered loss of your child or can't have children. That could trigger bad things as well. Yeah. This was not the best episode to watch. Yeah. But it did move the story along a little bit. It's just... Could we do a little bit later hand in this with the whole force-feeding things? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Jackson the present. And, um, yeah. Have a good one. Well, wasn't that a great discussion? I apologize for all the cursing. Maybe I should have mentioned something earlier. Uh, this episode is going to be noted as explicit as all my episodes, just because a few of them do have a mild cursing. That was the most I think we've done. Um, don't like it? Eh, sorry. Sometimes it happens. Emotions. Ah. Um, but I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Y'all, am I from the South? Sometimes I am. Okay. <laughs> so, hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you like what we heard or you have suggest- suggestions, something you want to hear us talk about or, you know, enjoy or just suffer through, leave us a comment at nonoms.net. We'll be sure to take notice. Um, again, I want to thank all my listeners. Um, oh, and when you're done listening here, if you want to check out Audible, we do have a free trial available to you at audibletrial.com smp more details on the blog post um, or just go check out the link and you'll find out <laughs> all right well thanks you all for listening again i'm in the south oh my god no i'm not uh, thanks you everyone again for listening have a great day and we'll see you next week